0: hello and welcome to the unorthodox banter podcast the purpose of this podcast is to help elicit the change in the lives of individuals by addressing and discussing areas that affect us mentally and emotionally while encouraging you to start having some conversations that may seem unorthodox but is necessary for the type of growth that you want to see in your life Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the Unorthodox Banter podcast. My name is Jumi, and I am so happy to be sharing with you again today. Today, I wanted us to focus on the topic of trauma, and I really wanted to explain what trauma is and some of the ways that trauma impacts us but then also I wanted to address some of the areas that's not necessarily seen on the outside. And for us to get started, I want to kind of start with the working definition. And I am going to borrow a definition from that a friend of mine gave to me. She said, trauma is a psychological response to something or an experience that happened too soon for our brains to process too long over an extended period of time or too many times and I remember when she gave me the definition I was like girl yes because she literally wrapped everything that I had ever been trying to say in this nice little text message so this is the definition that I want us to work from and I like this definition because it brings in some of the major factors that literally impact how traumatic experiences shape us. Sometimes for people it's really about their response and how they had to respond in that situation or sometimes it's because your brain wasn't really able to process fully what just happened or what you experienced or sometimes it might be that you keep on experiencing the same thing over and over again and you kind of feel like you don't have a break i want us to kind of talk about how sometimes our experiences can be very traumatic and and ways to kind of identify signs and and what they look like so trauma focuses on the impact that an event has on our nervous system And when I say nervous system, I do mean our brain, but I'm not just focusing on the organ in itself. I'm more so focusing on the functioning of our body in our brain and the impact of some of the rewiring that often happens in our brain that maybe we on the outside are not always aware of. So with trauma, we are looking at the type of event and the impact of the event. So, when our brain interprets an event as traumatic, there are some natural responses that happen. Your brain, in that moment, its primary job is to protect you. So, because of that, it's having to decipher in that moment if you really are in danger how much of danger are you in if you really are in danger is this something that you know how to make it through or is this something that maybe it's new for you and you've never been in this situation before so your brain is kind of doing a lot of calculations your brain in that in in that period of time is trying to decipher what really to do and based on what your brain decides to do it shapes how we now interpret that event and life moving forward. Now, if this was an event that happened and you were kind of able to navigate through it pretty easily, it was kind of scary, but you were able to figure it out, you'll probably find out that you're not really experiencing much of an aftermath of the trauma or side effects of that trauma. An important thing to remember is that trauma is subjective. So this is more so something that you have to interpret for yourself and you can't base your definition of trauma on what someone else identifies as traumatic because their life experiences are different and how their brain registers events are different. I know that oftentimes when we think about trauma, we think about like war and we think about um, natural disasters, we think about sexual and physical abuse, we think about maybe like witnessing death. And while all of these truly are traumatic events, sometimes we tend to overlook other situations that might be traumatic. And one thing that I always keep in mind is that trauma is very subjective. That means that what is traumatic for one person is not necessarily traumatic for another person. So that is why there could be two people that experience the exact same thing and their response to it are completely different. And how they interpret the event is completely different. It is very subjective. So while keeping that in mind, I don't want you to process whatever it is that you're hearing today from the standpoint of what is generally or naturally identified as traumatic. It's more so based on your experiences and based on the impact that the event had on you. Early on, I talked about some traumas that are commonly identified and those could be categorized under the type of trauma known as big T traumas. Now, the other type of trauma is small t trauma and small t traumas are not necessarily life threatening. However, they are life altering and they're life altering because of the traumatic responses that are developed as a result of these events. Now, when we think about small t traumas, again, they're not necessarily life threatening, right? So it's not that your life was in danger in this moment. And because of that, you are not able to function in the world again. However, think about smaller events that happen and in a sense kind of compound on each other. So think about divorce, think about infidelity, think about childhood neglect or abuse, think about um, racial experiences Think about discrimination, think about legal troubles, think about losing your job or having to lose your company. Think about the sudden death of a loved one or financial troubles that just came out of nowhere. These are events that are occurring and because they are not something that you could necessarily prepare for, you kind of find yourself in them and you're having to respond to them in the moment. And it's not a single moment or a single incident. Rather, it is the wearing away as a result of the experiences that you have. For someone who, for example, goes to work, comes back home, and they find out that everything in their house is gone that's traumatic because you weren't necessarily expecting that. And you're now having to pick yourself up, you're now having to adjust yourself to this new normal that you were not prepared for, or someone who realizes that the cancer has come back again, even though you felt like you beat it this time. These are events that are occurring, that are naturally shaping how we see the world, how we're experiencing the world around us. And oftentimes, because our brain is put in place to protect us, sometimes it reminds us about these events. So it's not even to say that you are experiencing this trauma consistently, you might have gotten out of this traumatic experience, this might have been something that happened years ago, but your brain is put in place to keep you safe. And sometimes it's kind of reminding you about something that happened just so that you're prepared in case it happens again. So a lot of times we now see the development of traumatic responses. These traumatic responses might include intrusive thoughts. It might include feeling confused or disoriented. It might include feeling numb, um, feeling anxious, feeling as if you are needing to control everything, or you need to plan everything in advance, feeling as if there is danger coming, and you're just not aware of it, or you don't know when it's going to strike again, but not being able to let go of that feeling that something is going to happen, even though everything around you is good. You're naturally responding to an experience that you had in the past, and The way your brain has shaped that experience or the way your brain has categorized that experience for you, it puts you in a place where you need to be at alert. Now, again, this doesn't have to be something that is so overt. This can be something that's quite subtle and it doesn't necessarily take over your life altogether, but it affects your relationships. Sometimes we can see the impact of trauma in the habits that we develop. Some of the habits of trauma include chronic pain, depression, anxiety, fear, tension, anger, habits of learned helplessness, habits of stress, habits of dependency. This pretty much becomes your resting state. Trauma that is not dealt with keeps us stuck. As we talked about some of the habits that we developed or some of the traumatic responses that we developed over time, these habits and these responses... Tend to show up even in areas where we don't need it to. And even though our brain is doing its job of protecting us and trying to keep us safe, sometimes it becomes overprotective and it either causes us to fixate on something that is no longer a threat, but because it's the area that we can now have control over, we do. And Other times, we suppress the emotion, we suppress the traumatic experience. Sometimes that experience is so traumatic, sometimes that event is so traumatic for you that you don't want to remember it, you don't want to think about it, you don't want to relive that experience ever again. So we shut it down, we shut the experience down, we suppress our emotions with it. And just because we're not acknowledging it as traumatic doesn't necessarily mean that it wasn't. I want to go back to something that I mentioned earlier. Trauma focuses on the impact that an event has on the functioning of our nervous system. Our nervous system being our brain and our body and how they function together. So when we talk about these traumatic events that have occurred, these are events that We are not just experiencing alone in that moment, but our bodies are also taking things in. That's why you can have a traumatic memory that's triggered by a smell or a sound or touch. And while we don't like to relive our trauma, sometimes the impact of the emotional responses and the habits that we developed become more dangerous than when we were initially triggered in that traumatic event. And we begin to see that if we don't change something, this feeling of being out of control is only going to persist. With trauma, it's not about evacuating the idea or evacuating the event altogether, because quite honestly, that's not always realistic. Some people's memories are set up to where they do remember the event. And no matter how much they try to put it out of their mind, it's something that's always there. But when we talk about addressing our trauma, it's really understanding what impact did this experience have on you and how has it now shaped you? And it's about allowing ourselves to reprogram our mind to help us realize that even though we did experience this traumatic event at a period of time, we don't always have to stand on guard fearing that we're going to experience it again. We don't always have to go in with our defenses up with the intention of protecting ourselves from events that haven't even happened. Trauma can be a beast. And sometimes we can remain under the impression that because of a traumatic experience we will never be the same again. And while trauma does change you, it doesn't necessarily have to change you for the worse. We are able to come through and bounce back despite traumatic events and traumatic experiences. But it has to be something that we deal with. It has to be something that we address. But if we don't address our past, and if we don't address our trauma, and if we don't address how certain experiences or certain events have impacted our life, then we're going to continue in the cycle of this behavior that we have and it's something that we identify as unproductive, not helpful whatsoever, yet we feel helpless towards the change that we know we need to put in place. The person that you are as a whole is not just the logical part of you. The person that you are as a whole does include the emotions, does include the scars, does include the impact that these events have had. And if we're able to acknowledge that, then we're, we're able to honor these areas of our lives. That's not physically something we can see, but we know that it's something that has impacted us. So even though that wound that you're experiencing is not this big thing on your leg, but we know that, okay, this event happened and it hurt me here or it impacted me here or it changed me here, or it shifted me here. It's about honoring yourself enough to give yourself the opportunity to really process how that event impacted you, how that event shaped you, and really assessing if you like how it shaped you, or if you want to address that, or if you want to adjust that. And it's understanding that you do have the power that even though in that moment where you did experience that traumatic event, you might've felt powerless. It's not to say that you are constantly in a place of powerlessness. It was an event. It doesn't define the rest of your life. So I want to encourage you to, again, take time and honor yourself, honor your experiences, honor some of the things that have shaped you into becoming who you are. Again, I'll always say do an inventory. Pay attention to some of your patterns. What are your triggers? Are there emotions or thoughts that go with certain experiences that you go through? do you tend to feel tension in your body whenever you are triggered these are things that give you insight into how the trauma is affecting you so even though it's something that you might try to brush off these are the signs to show you that no this is something that is real and just like we would do with any other wound that we have that we physically can see We would treat it we would take our time we would treat it to avoid the chance of further infection to avoid the chance of having this wound spread and get worse so today i hope that you're able to really explore your stuff and quite honestly this is probably not going to be something that you're going to have to dig too far to find most times we know our traumas. Most times we know the things that impact us. Most times we know the things that shape us. There is that possibility that because an experience was so traumatic, you don't remember anything at all. But even if that's the case for you, it just shows you that, okay, there's there's work to do. There are parts of me that really does need attention There are parts of me that need to be healed so that I can show up as the best version of me. Not showing up as a result of my trauma. Not showing up as somebody who went through hell and high water showing up as the person that's healed because quite honestly sometimes we don't talk about our stuff because we don't want the labels but what we don't realize is sometimes the traumatic experience that we have kind of place an invisible label on us it's a label that we think that okay people might not necessarily know what you experience but if your anger shows up all the time it's something to think about that's a way that people can actually see your stuff. That's still a label. It's a mislabel, and it's it's not something that truly defines you for who you are. You might not necessarily be an angry person, but that anger shows up as a result of the trauma. And while we don't want to fall into this category or be seen as helpless. Or present as woe is me and need all of this help and all of this support the reality is sometimes we really do have stuff that we need to address and us not addressing it doesn't make it go away so I hope that this provokes something in you to check within yourself to explore some of your past experiences and how they impact you and To really take those first steps that you need to take towards healing. If this is something that was helpful for you, please share it with others. But most importantly, take action for yourself. This is all about you. This is so you can show up as the best version of yourself. Have an amazing weekend. Talk to you soon. Mm